0: It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears Up! All right, everyone, thanks once again for tuning in <laughs> to a live edition of the Ears Up podcast. This is Jason. Coming at you. All right. Cheesy radio guy. Uh, Terrence over here. Hey. And my lovely Taryn. Hi. I don't get a lovely? No, you're not a very lovely man. I'm something. I'm handsome, you're something. right? You're something. You're not I lovely. Handsome? I can't answer that question. Yes, you Ask can. me on you're the next not- show. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, more, I'm
1: more lovely. <sighs> All right. If yeah.
0: somebody's going to get the lovely title, it mm. should be me. It might as well be her. I think it's what she means. Okay. I yeah. would say, um, no, I'll, I'll give you this one. Okay, I'll give you this one. There you go, Taryn. Congratulations. Thank you. Two out of three men in the room think that you're lovely. One. I'm oh. not
1: gonna woo because I know that won't go well.
0: Yeah, especially I want deep to. into the microphone. Push it thinks she's lovely, also. Well, Thank you. That's all right.
2: So that's three out of four.
0: You know what? That, that's that's good odds. <laughs> I don't think those are odds. <laughs> three out of four those are pretty is much results, actually. Yeah, that's, yeah. Just, that's just what it is. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> like- this show is going to be very loose like my- and very fun. Mike is really loud. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Taryn so much. Okay. Uh, anyway, thanks again, uh, like I said, for joining us. You can find us on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. We're also on YouTube, everybody. So uh, if you if you like watching the shows, uh, like seeing what we do here and seeing uh, how handsome and lovely we Nothing. are, um, you can go to the uh, live stream page. Um, but those shows really... Again, my bad. Yeah, again. <laughs> she likes. Okay. Thank it's you, fine. It's I know fine. you're doing great. Everything's good. You're doing great. Um, Livestream, uh, you know, deletes the our episodes after a while because we don't have like a hundred dollars a month to keep them up there. So we pull them down and, and put them on YouTube. I don't know. They let us, so it's not. It can't be bad, right? All right. Uh, anyway, so you can check those out. I think we have like five up right now on the YouTube channel, and then they're all linked into our blog now too. Um, you know, so it's pretty cool. So you can watch an episode. Uh, and then read about, uh, read about it on the blog, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we're all over social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Uh, we have feedback. If you want to do feedback, you want to send Taryn some feedback, it's Taryn at earsup-podcast.com. Anything else, you can go to Terrence or Jason at earsuppodcast.com. Uh, don't, forget we check out, uh, don't forget to check out the blog. We have some cool Disneyland info. Actually, I found a post, Taryn, that uh, I haven't finished yet. It was from our journey to Club 33 and Salon Nouveau. Oh, we took all those photos. I did, and I wrote half the blog, and I I pushed save, and I was like, "I'll get to this later." (laughs) And then nothing happened.
1: Oh, you should finish that because I I don't think it's gonna get bad or anything. I don't know.
0: It's not meat. No, it won't it's go there. It's, it's not, not going to spoil. It's not going to spoil. <laughs> this blog post stinks. Yeah. <laughs> Is this still good to read? I don't know. You should smell that What's first. What's the date on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's iffy. I wouldn't do it, but hey. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So I'll I'll be posting that uh, at some point, whenever things calm down. Uh, you can support Ears Up. Uh, the show does take a lot to kind of put on, so uh, head over to the blog. You can uh, do all of your Amazon shopping through the Amazon link there on the right hand side. It helps us out and it helps you get the fine things that you want from Amazon. Amazon.com. Uh, you can also be a donor, reoccurring or one time donation. We understand that not everyone has, uh, not everyone is cash flush in this economy. So if you want to throw us five bucks or even a dollar, totally fine. Uh, if you want to be a reoccurring donor, of which we have a couple, and I really appreciate that, you can be that as well. You can reoccur for five bucks a month or a hundred dollars a month. Um, you know, if you're rich and and you wanna give us
3: money. Can you just say something real quick? Sure. Since we were talking about live stream, um so um Angry Becca is in the studio. That's right. And yes, we've been talking and she's been saying then stop calling her Angry Becca. Except she just saw on the live stream that she's on camera and she shot the most angry looking <gasps> <laughs> look ever to Bevo to Beverly.
0: To, really? I'm sorry
1: but like I love you more than anything but you can't be not angry Becca.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she has a point. That's
1: just yeah, your thing. It does one it. No it's not one time. That's the problem. Own it. And I have no
2: control over where the camera actually points. <laughs> Ding dong. You are a web of lies. You told me otherwise. <laughs> no you don't need to turn around. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't
0: be rude. Yeah don't be rude. Anywho. It's um, perfect. You're perfect. Yeah, it's not going wow. far. Far. Yeah, right? Now you know what I have to live with. <laughs> now everyone feels sorry for me. But she's pretty. <laughs> but she's <laughs> lovely. lovely. There's yeah. a difference. She is. Uh, so speaking of lovely, Taryn and I just came back from Disneyland. Yes. And uh, very it, was, eventful trip. it was fun. We used our Disneyland shoes. Yes. Well oh, nice. So we got these cushy shoes for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will say my feet did not hurt. Yeah. Ah.
1: It was very different.
0: It was very different.
1: My ankles took a... They hurt a little, but way less than ever. And my feet, my actual feet did not hurt at all. Nice. It was her amazing. Her actual
3: feet. Her actual feet. Yes. Instead of her, not my fake ones. Her fictitious feet. Yes. Right. Her <laughs> emotional
0: feet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those never hurt.
0: <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, but Taryn, you specifically wanted to talk about all the frozen stuff that we felt like we had to do.
1: Okay. So, there's a lot of Frozen stuff at Disneyland right now. Right. Jason hated everything Uh, about it. (laughs) Okay. But there was a couple really... Okay, there's one really, really... (laughs) (laughs) There were 15 or (laughs) one. Yeah. There was one really, really awesome thing. And so, I feel like I need to preface this with... I live in California. I don't see a lot of snow. And Disneyland has... Has made it snow in California. Okay, they have a a warehouse size building that is basically Aaron, Aaron Arendelle. Arundale I, I, I think blah, it's a- blah, I, blah, blah. I
0: still say it's Asgard, but I, I, <laughs> I know might be wrong. I know you do, <laughs> but right. it's not. Right. Um,
1: and you walk in, and there's all these stores, uh, not stores, but there are like vendors mm-hmm. like that sell food, and they look like different stores. And then there's this whole um, area of s- fresh snow.
3: Where is this?
1: This is this is between what used to be uh, the Muppets. Too soon, right? Oh. And uh, um, Monsters, uh, Monsters Inc. Inc. So, so there's a building in between those two things, and you go in there and you wait. Well, it depends on what time you go. We waited about 15 minutes. Okay. We left earlier when they said it was about 60 minutes. We Ooh. said no, but basically, you're ju- you get to build snowman. And play in the snow, and there's a sledding thing. You get to go down this slide, and it. I hate to to tell people to go there because it probably wasn't that fun, but it was like, it was really exciting because it was something new at Disneyland, and there's yeah. snow and it's cold, and you kind of get to slip in the snow because right. it's it's not real snow. It's more like an icy.
0: It's shaved ice. Yeah, it's, it's okay. shaved basically ice. one big giant shaved ice thing. Okay. But, but it was it was cool. It it does. T- First of all, it was not cold. It was like no. room temperature, <laughs> and that's why you slept on all the slipped on all the ices because you walk, you push the snow down, and then it just ices over. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. the lights are on. It. Mm-hmm. it it takes a lot of work to put it on because you know if there's dirty snow, there's people scooping it up and they're breaking up the snow so kids can make little snowmen, and then they have the Disney um, photo people there oh, nice. taking pictures so you can give your snowman warm hugs or whatever it is. Right, um, and then. You know, maybe sprain an ankle, yeah, Um, and then that's it. It It
1: did seem a little bit dangerous, but it was so fun. I
0: was kind of surprised that they did it because it. I mean, look, I I have you know reactions like a cheetah or some sort of some form of cat, and uh, I was slipping everywhere. (laughs) Wow, you know, and I don't do that. I don't slip. (laughs) (laughs) I don't be slipping. I ain't slipping. (laughs) So, so there's. Hold on.
3: So there's the now defunct Muppets 3D, that's the Frozen sing-along. Yes. And then right next door to a Frozen attraction is another Frozen oh, attraction? Oh, no, that's yeah. not all. Then okay.
1: So the old Mad Tea Party is yeah. now all Frozen.
3: So it's taken over like a good yeah. fifth mm-hmm. of DCA. Yeah.
1: Of an oh, area that was basically dead anyway. Well, yeah, no, that's, no, I'm so not that's the whole complaining. I'm thing. just asking. It's like yeah. the one area of DCA that there was nothing going on they shoved all of the frozen there, which I'm totally okay with because right with you that. can either avoid it or not. Right.
0: It's frozen fun because I feel like anytime you have to put fun in the name, you're trying to convince people that it's fun and you know <laughs> deep down <laughs> in your soul, it's not fun. Right. Okay. That's my thought on it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the snow thing, it was it was cool, but honestly, I'm kind of surprised they were doing it because that's a it's a hazard right. for sure. Right. Uh, whatever. Um, and then uh, for the, the DJ thing where the mad tea party used to be, they have a lady ice carving. Mm-hmm. Nice you know, Olaf's and snowflakes and stuff like that. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. But she wasn't doing it with like a chainsaw or anything. She was doing it with a chisel. Boo. And so wa- it, yeah. while this techno music was playing, and you expect something to happen, and she's like carving as fast as she can, but she can't, I mean, it's, you know. Shouldn't
1: there be
2: somebody yodeling?
1: Like, well, isn't that more appropriate? Yeah.
0: yeah. Who
1: knows? Well, and the other thing is they don't show you what she's making until she's done, essentially.
3: How long did it take for her to... Oh, so, I don't know. Wh- and whittle, we were there for five minutes. <laughs> it's whittling. <laughs> whittle the ice. Yeah. You were there for how long?
1: We were only watching that part of it for, like, 30 seconds. Okay. That's as much as we could take. Yeah, we're like, oh, yeah, but she's we, really doing it. Cool. We were in the, the ice thing for a while. Okay. I I thought it was fun. I don't know. Cool. I don't know if I really... I would do it one more time. I wouldn't do it three times. Well, I don't think. But
0: <laughs> two is your <laughs> limit on <Twice. Twice. laughs> frozen fun. Hip. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Because you, you, you know, we walked up to to check it out because we'd heard about it. We were hanging out with Mouse Brew Dan from Mouse Brew, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, he's like, "Yeah, it's pretty cool." So we go there, and the line just to get into the place was sixty minutes, and we're like, oh. no. Nope. So we left. We came back towards the end of towards the end of the evening. And, uh, you know, after a stop at Carthay, uh, had a couple of <laughs> pops there and then we we're like, okay, let's check it out. And they go, oh, walk right in. And I'm like, wow. oh, this is so much better than waiting 60 minutes. Yeah. That's and a then, really good
1: point. Yeah. And it may then, have been more fun because of our extended trip to Carthay.
0: Maybe. Um, and then we walk in and then you, you have to wait because they just take it in turns. I, I'm, I would imagine there's what, 50 people in that little area and it was kind of crowded. Um, and uh, so you have to wait and they get like 15 minutes I think is what yeah, it was to kind yeah. of play around in the snow and do their things and whatever. Okay. So
1: But yeah, we like we raced down so it's two people per um sled. So you get a sled and you you slide down this It's like a little mountain. mountain. Just
0: little thing. Okay. That's it's, in quotes. I mean, it's, you, it's, it's it's you're you're moving for 5 seconds and then you're at yeah. the bottom. It's not big. Okay.
1: Yeah. And and yeah, it, I, I just th- I thought it was really fun. It was, very, it was a very unique experience for Disneyland, yeah, and guys, that's what I like. Have you guys mm-hmm.
0: seen the movie yet? Nope. <gasps> okay, because it would make more Ish. sense. Probably. Well, I I've, I've s- sort of saw, I saw a terrible copy of it um, that someone brought somewhere at one point in time. A terrible <laughs> copy? Yeah. Bootleg? No, No. What? Oh, no. What? What? Oh, that's no. illegal. Do people that do that? Illegal. I don't think people do that's, that. either. don't do
3: that. My mom has a bootleg ver- uh, copy of uh, Passion of the Christ. I think that's just <laughs> the worst thing in the world. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's a little... Uh,
0: yeah, it, you should get caught one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. I know, either now or later. Yeah, yes. well, everything yeah. was fine, but I do see here you visited a torrent site. <laughs> uh, excuse me. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Is that it? Is it, right? Yeah, that was mm-hmm. all. That
1: I just wanted to talk about that because
0: yeah.
1: of all the things that we wanted to hate about Frozen, I actually really enjoyed that one.
0: Right. Uh, okay, let's do some feedback real quick.
1: Okay. Uh, let's see. So, uh, we got this, uh, we got a two-star review on iTunes that I want to go over. Perfect. Uh, here we go. This is from R.K. Morris. The host of the podcast cover a good amount of uh, knowledge but I feel like they too often get lost on personal rabbit trails
0: you know that reminds me of a story one time (laughs) my grandma was going down the street and then she was like you know what happens sometimes is we get lost it's a rabbit trail oh I'm sorry I'm sorry go ahead that's fine
1: Um, the info is useful for a family trip perspective but not for a Disney historian
0: you know what else is useful spoons (laughs) I feel like how else are you supposed to eat soup if you don't have a straw the spork
1: Hey, we're doing feedback right now. Oh, Oh,
0: sorry about that. Okay, go ahead. So the
1: point of what this guy is saying is that uh, our podcast is good for a family trip tips or or such, but not for a Disney historian. I feel he is correct. Mm -hmm. Sure. He's absolutely correct. We are not for a Disney historian because we are not historians. However, I don't really feel like that deserves two stars because we don't claim to be historians.
0: Two stars is weird. It's like those Amazon movie reviews where I... This guy's on Twitter. It's pretty funny. Just screenshots terrible Amazon movie Mm -hmm. reviews. And one of them was um, uh, for Star Trek, the new Star Trek Into Darkness. Push it like this. Um, And the review was one star. And the reason was, I don't watch the Star Trek movies. (laughs)
1: So it's a yep. so obviously it gets
0: one star because it's the. Why channel. are you rating it in the first place? Yeah. you shouldn't even be rating I it. I Agree, I completely but agree with she you. Didn't watch this person didn't watch him. So and I feel it's like this. It's like if you come to this show for a Disney historian perspective, I, you know. Maybe you can get some of that. I mean, we do a lot of research to figure out what we're doing. We do history of shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to mm-hmm. think we know a little bit about what we're talking about, but we're, I mean, let's be honest, we're mainly here for personality mm-hmm. and uh, to help give you tips and tricks. We're the every person, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, right. We're the every family. Uh, we have Terrence, who represents the, the people side, like the kids, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Taryn and I, who represent people without children who go to the park and spend uh, tons of money because we're adults and we can. (laughs) And somewhere in the middle, we we help both groups out, right? Yeah. I think that's the point, though. I mean, I I know for myself, I don't,
3: I wanted to be um, wanted us to become a podcast I would listen to, and I can listen yeah. to us. It's entertaining. Yeah, it's not. You know, we're not going to sit here and say, "Well, in 1957, uh, and go on and on and right. on about stuff that people really don't care about." Well, the flower beds
0: well, used to be might- located yeah. two degrees right. east, and not many people know this. Right, but I talked yeah. to Bob Gurr, and he <laughs> knows. Like I,
1: well, and I think what's important too yeah. is like we. The things that we talk about, we try and be very factual about them. Yes, we don't. Yes. We don't try and spread rumors. We don't. We don't talk about things that we haven't actually figured out if it's truthful or not. Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking like, of that, I, I learned the other day that they're going to take Toontown and elevate it twelve feet in the air.
2: That's not true. No.
0: You don't think so? No. No. We'll
4: see.
1: Then they will drop it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Move it. Move it out to the middle of the Pacific Ocean. (laughs) I enjoy Toontown.
1: Apparently. Oh, you're the one. Yeah, he's a a big fan. Yeah. (laughs) Who would have thought? But yeah, like we try and be factual and we try to give out as much information as we can and tips because we're all big fans and and we're the everyday people that are going to Disneyland. So I think that that's what we do. But I don't think we've ever tried to claim to be any sort of no i don't think we are and
0: and you know if this cat thinks that we are you know i apologize we didn't mean to give off that that aura um there are some podcasts who do that, but that's yeah, it's not sure. us, it's and us. you know, and that's cool. But two stars, I feel like we do a better job than two stars. <laughs> I don't, everybody else is like four to five, and then this guy's like two well, because we're not historians. And that's the
3: thing is all dependent on what people expect. Right. If you're rating us on who, how we are as an actual podcast, there's no way we're two stars. If you're expecting us to be Disney historians, then yeah, I, I wouldn't g- give us one. I wouldn't even give us two. He was being <laughs> yes. nice at that point, I guess, because that's was, not yeah. what our aim is. But right. if that's what his expectations were, then hey, yeah, whatever. Okay,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Anything else?
1: We do. We have another one, okay. which is interesting, because it it's interesting. This is from Melanie Segala,
0: Stephen Segala's wife.
1: Yes, <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy your podcast. I live in Hesperia down by Victorville, and my family has had APs for about eight years. I've been going to Disneyland yearly until we got APs, and now it's monthly, since I was five, so 25 years, so she's 30.
0: annual pass.
1: Annual pass. Uh, I have friends that are Disney maniacs. Going through the park with them is both fun and irritating. Fun because... (laughs) Fun because they know something about everything on basically every surface and irritating because when I'm standing watching the parade, I want to watch the parade and not listen to endless, endless, streamless talking about the parade factoids. Performers, costumes, rehearsal schedule, etc. When I'm on Pirates of the Caribbean, I want to look at the fire and go, ooh, ah, and not have to discuss the finer points of how Disney has patented certain effects in this ride and the name of the dog and on and on and on. A little bit of info uh, about.
0: That's the real skeleton. There's no other real (laughs) skeleton.
1: (laughs) A little bit of info about each attraction is fun, but there are people like my friends who get a lot of joy out of knowing every tiny detail that's possible to know about every ride at the park and its history and Walt Disney and, 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 and. Uh, Do I know every single person uh, behind the windows on Main Street? No. Do my friends? Yes. Do they enjoy Disney or love Disneyland? More than me because of that fact? Heck no. Uh, my point is, I come to your podcast to share the love of... A- Salty
0: language. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: To share the love and, uh, and a fair amount of trivia. There are other podcasts for those who want hours of trivia uh, with some love thrown in. Don't worry about not being experts or rather, quote unquote, experts. Too much information can get boring and kind of ruin the magic. When you go to a magician's show, how boring would it be to know how every trick was done? Disney is magic. That's what we are celebrating here. Hope you guys have a meetup at the park one day. I will be there. Ciao. Melanie Sagawa. P.S. I would much rather talk about the dead people's ashes that get tossed about huh. the Haunted Mansion than where the Haunted Mansion design came from and what year Walt Disney came up with the idea, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You guys talk about the fun trivia, not the boring stuff. Smiley face. PPS.
0: Uh-oh. Wow. <laughs> she has a lot to say. Yeah. I, know,
1: I know where every single bathroom is in Disneyland. That's proven to be useful over and over to people uh, we go with, and I'm more proud of that information than than any other do you think smiley she, face. Do you think
0: she added that at the PPS because it made her think she had to go to the bathroom?
3: No, that's perfect, yeah.
0: PPS? Yes. yeah. <laughs> You're so
1: weird. But, you know, I, I think this one completely, this, this feedback totally counters the last one, which is like... You come to our podcast for one reason or another. If, you, if you're mm-hmm. coming here right. for history, we might not have all of it. We right. have some of it. We don't have all of it. Yeah. If you're coming here to be entertained and, well, hopefully, and, yeah. and for some, some trivia, because I think that we do. We have some mm-hmm. cool trivia that other people don't. Then I think it's great. And I think that... These two particular feedbacks, which came back to back, which was interesting. Yeah. Um, And I think it was from our last show where we kind of talked about this a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just think that's a little bit interesting. Like, it it just depends on who you are, I guess.
0: Yeah, it does. Wherever you go, there there you are. are. (laughs) Thanks, Taryn, for the lovely, not only feedback, but commentary on said feedback. Yep. Uh, So today's show is uh, we are talking with Disney Chris, and you can find him at disneychris.com. And Chris does something that I think is pretty fascinating. He has taken a bunch of Disney audio and put it on his website. And not only that, but he has cleaned it up mm-hmm. and restored it. And it, it's if you want to take a walk through the park, man, from uh, the point of even before it was open yeah. uh, until now, uh, DisneyChris.com, I'm telling you, it, it's, it's a rad site. And so we're going to be speaking with Chris. I think I have Chris on the line here. Chris, are you with us? Yes.
4: Hi. How are
0: you? Good. How you doing, man? Good. Perfect. Thank you for uh, taking the time to uh, to join us here on this podcast. Even though we're not true historians, apparently, like some people <laughs> think, um, we do a pretty good job. So, yeah, man. I, you know, I, I follow you on Twitter, and uh, you post a lot of cool photos and and songs and stuff like that. So, I wanted to get you on the program here to talk a bit about your website because it's it's unlike anything I've ever seen before. Um it, it, it's it's pretty amazing. How how long have you kind of been fascinated with Disney?
4: Oh well I grew up in Southern California, so I think uh my fascination started from the first time I went to Disneyland when I was uh probably less than a year old. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. I have pictures uh and you can tell I was pretty impressed even at that age. <laughs> so <laughs> it goes back pretty far. And I just I turned 41 this year, so this was about 1974 was the first time I went to Disneyland.
0: Okay. Oh, that's awesome. That's nice. pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. are, is it just Disneyland that your site is focused on, or is it also Disney World?
4: Well, the site is growing. Uh, right now, my main focus, uh, as far as theme parks, is... Uh, Disneyland, but it doesn't mean that in the future, when I get everything that I am currently adding to the site for Disneyland uploaded, I uh probably will branch out to other parks as well
0: yeah why but- not you've You've done such a great job mm-hmm. um archiving all of this stuff, man, you know I think uh you do the Disney community a great service by. Branching out, and uh, you know, I understand it's probably a lot of work.
4: Oh yeah, it is a lot of
0: work. Uh, so, when did you start working on on the archives on your site,
4: uh, DisneyChris dot com? Well, um, I've been collecting Disney music since I was a kid, and um, I just kind of got whatever I could find. I mean, back then there was no internet, there was no the only way to really get music was to buy it in a record store and there was a very limited amount available and um, the only place you could really hear the tiki room was in the tiki room right yeah You, you couldn't hear it at home you couldn't there was no other way so that made Disneyland even more special because all that music all that unique special music could only be heard there um, you couldn't bring it home with you. There was no way. And uh, just over time, I just started, I brought tape recorders with me to uh-huh. <laughs> Disneyland and
2: awesome.
4: am- am- amassed a little bit. But the sound quality wasn't that great. And then in the um, late 90s, Disney released a mine of uh, in-park audio in a um, a service called the Disneyland Forever. Um, they were kiosks in the park where you could go. There were two locations, one on Main Street where the 20th Century Music Store is located now and another one in Tomorrowland where the um, Little Green Men store is now next to the uh, Buzz Lightyear ride. Oh, yes. yeah, okay, mm-hmm. That that that's always oh. been a store, and when before it became what it is now, it was a, it was a, still a store, and they had these kiosks in there, and for about twenty dollars you could buy ten songs of your choice, and you could make your own custom CD. Wow, that's, that's um, so cool. It was very expensive though for ten <laughs> songs was yeah. twenty dollars, and this was you know twenty years ago almost, so. Um, The um, audio that was available was just amazing. You could buy the Casey Jr. Circus Train um, spiel. You could buy all this amazing audio and bring it home with you for the first time. Um, But the problem was I was, you know, in my 20s, pretty young guy back then, and I didn't have a lot of money, so I only could really afford over time about four of them. So I only... (laughs) Got about 40 songs over, and they had hundreds and hundreds, and you could spend a fortune. Um, This uh, only lasted about two years, and then they got rid of it. Hmm. They started, um, they stopped doing the um, choose your own audio, and then they just kind of made it so that you could buy out of print CDs instead, um, Uh, instead of. In park audio, you could buy like an old Disneyland record of Splash Dance or Mouser Size or one of those old <laughs> records, which wasn't quite as special. But so then they just eventually weaned that out so that they didn't have it anymore. Well, lo and behold, as I was starting to get more and more involved on the internet, um, the entire collection um, had leaked onto the internet. So all that music that I coveted, I could now download onto my computer. <laughs> and as I was, you know, looking through all this music, I just kept discovering more and more and more people were releasing all this amazing audio that Disney had never commercially released, never tried to sell or make a profit on. Wow. Um, because there's not really a huge market, it's a it's a niche market there's only certain types of people who really appreciate it um so there's not really much profitability in trying to sell all of it right um so i'd say that the internet collecting of audio began about 10 years ago okay and okay. i've just amassed over time i i've met up with other collectors on the internet and we've traded and Through trading and friendships, I've just accumulated more and more and more, and I keep getting people contacting me um, with more rare stuff. I have about, I just redid my to-do list, and I have about 500 more things to add to the (laughs) land collection.
0: How much do you have, how many pieces of audio do you have on your site right now?
4: Well, there's more than just the Disneyland stuff, but mm-hmm. if we're talking just about Disneyland mm-hmm. collection, currently as of today, I have 848 audio tracks. Wow.
0: Wow. And it's good stuff. Yeah, it is. It's it's I mean, it's stuff that it's from attractions that are no longer around. Also, yeah. it's it's not I mean, not all of it, but but there's a lot of that a lot of that there. So what so you have not only just Disneyland stuff, but uh, you you also have some of the audio from Walt's television shows, pl- right. uh, pl- uh, advertising for Disneyland mm-hmm. before it was right. open.
4: Right. I my goal is to have every. I mean, this is a, this is like the dog chasing his tail. But <laughs> my goal is to have every piece of audio that ever existed in relation to Disneyland. I mean, that's probably never going to happen, but that's my <laughs> that's my goal. You know, you have yeah. to have a, a reason for what you do. Right. But um, so, yeah, not only do I post uh, on my site the audio that was actually played in the parks, mm-hmm. but I'm also including in my collection um, the television shows that Walt Disney produced that promoted Disneyland and. Um, just the audio though no video right it's it 's an audio only experience i i can 't explain to you why, but i 've always just been more fascinated with mm-hmm. the audio mm-hmm. than the visual yeah um.
0: I could get behind <laughs> that I could see that for sure um i yeah. so there's a, a a couple pieces I want to play for the for the guys in the studio uh this one is uh, take me to Disneyland.
4: So, yeah, that's, that's a little, that one's pretty repetitive. It's pretty much the same thing over and over again for yeah. about three and a half minutes. <laughs> right. Take me out to Disneyland.
0: Uh, and that is uh, – what, what, so I'm getting ahead of myself. Should I
4: explain what that is? Yeah,
0: why don't you do that? Or what I
4: think it is? Sure, yeah. Okay, well, that one's kind of a guess because I'm not 100% sure what it is. Okay. But in the early 60s, um, Walt Disney produced a television show – that um, was uh, filmed live in the park at night and showed all the live acts, the in-house groups that played, musicians that played at Disneyland at the time. Um, And the show was called Meet Me at Disneyland. Hmm. Um, And it lasted, I think it was the summer of 1962 or 1963. And it was only a local television show and it was uh, broadcast on Channel 9 in L.A. And uh, as far as I know, all uh, all of that footage is lost. Wow. It no longer exists. But I have a feeling, and this is only a guess, that that song may have been the theme song for that television show. Hmm. Hmm. Um, okay. If, if you go on YouTube, you can actually see a video that goes along with that uh, music, and it shows a lady in a train dancing. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> it's it's black and white, and it's just this strange-looking lady <laughs> in a very fake-looking train Yeah. with, like, fake lights coming from the window. It looks really weird and... Um, if if you like campy, (laughs) cheesy 1960s stuff, you'll love that video. I'll love it then. (laughs) I I love that stuff too. (laughs) um, That's a guess. I'm guessing that's what it is. Okay, Um, fair enough. I I just came across that less than a year ago. I had never heard of it before either. But um, that's one of the examples of how through connections I discover more (laughs) and more. rare audio
0: yeah i like this one right here this is uh this is from the main gate ticket booth the original 1956 announcement this is what you hear as you walk up to the things welcome
2: to disneyland everyone there are two ways in which you may visit disneyland they are general admission or day at disneyland ticket books a general admission
0: to Disneyland to is $0.50 cents for children under 12, oh. $0.75 cents for junior and senior high school students, servicemen in uniform, and members of the clergy, in uniform, and
2: $1 for adults. Children under three years of age are admitted free
0: to the park. Under three? General admission gives you access to everything in Disneyland. Anyway,
4: that's part of it. Yeah, well, you have to keep in mind that that was just to get in, then you had to buy a right. ticket. Wow, that's right,
2: that's true, that's true.
4: Except, yeah. but still... The tickets were about fifty cents each, so if you went on every single ride, you probably would spend about twenty dollars for your whole day, or less than that, including your food and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Well, when you know, when a house cost you know eight grand, yeah, exactly. Twenty bucks a Disney right. is is pretty good. Uh, right. Now, this is probably the most the the, the saddest piece of, of anything I found in the entirety of your website, uh, and I'm just going to play it right now. This this made me hurt inside.
2: Hi, folks. It's a little quiet around here today. You see, during the winter, Disneyland is closed each Monday and Tuesday. In the meantime, the Disneyland Hotel across West Street is open for your pleasure and comfort. The Disneyland Hotel offers year-round resort facilities... Over a six- anyway. I don't know.
3: I don't know why that reminded me of uh, National Lampoon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When I found it, I was like,
0: <laughs> if there was a rubber mouse out front, his nose would be caved in by Chevy Chase. Parks closed. Mouse, mouse
4: Front should have told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it wasn't until ni- the 1980s that Disneyland became a 24-7, uh, 365 operation. Um, before that, it was always closed on Mondays and Tuesdays in the winter and in the off-season. But what's interesting is that even on the days off, you could ride the monorail into Tomorrowland on a round trip from the Disneyland Hotel, which is kind of fun. Really? Yeah, so just... you could still go inside the park on the monorail and have a little peek.
0: Oh, so you can see through the, at the park when there's no one there. Wow, hmm. what a trip, right. man. What I like about the, uh, uh, the, the way you have your audio played out, Chris, is that uh, you, know, you have a little blurb under each track, that is fairly concise and really accurate and uh you know time it's just about a,
4: par- about a paragraph for each track yeah um and i wrote those all myself and i have a corresponding picture uh that goes with the with the audio and i in many cases i i photoshopped and cleaned up those a lot there's a lot of very old vintage photos so i had to clean a lot of them up and brighten them and add more color to them so
1: where did you get all those photos? It seems like you have a lot of unique ones like like I've never seen before.
4: Well, I just find them online. I just there's lots of people that share them and um i I uh go to a site called uh yeah, oh, yeah He has a lot of them. Um, sometimes I find people that have them and I ask them if I can use their picture and then I put their name on the page where I put their picture. Um, a lot of them are old slides that people post on their blogs and just, I've been, I just spend hours and hours looking for these pictures. That's Hmm.
1: really cool. I mean, it shows they're, they're really clear and they're, they're great.
3: Is it the same thing with the audio? Are you finding audio, um, all on your own or do you have people who, You know, they hear about what you're doing and they say, hey, you know, I actually have this track, this finished track from, uh, you know, 1955 at Disneyland. Would you like to use it?
4: Well, I mostly started out on my own, but over time I've uh, teamed up with some people. I have two or three people that I kind of work really closely with and we share pretty much everything and bounce ideas off each other. Um and, you know, anything that he finds, he shares with me. Anything I find, I share with him and mm. back and forth, that kind of a thing. Nice. Um, and yeah, I sometimes I do have people just contact me out of the blue saying, I saw your website. Are you interested in having this piece of audio? Mm. Nice. I'm like, uh, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I find a lot of it on my own. But every once in a while, I get a little surprise and somebody Comes to me with something rare what? that I didn't know I wanted until I heard it. <laughs> well, what's the what's the best one that you've been given? Um, gosh, I can't think of them right off the top of my head. Uh, give me, give me, go on to something else, and I'll think about that <laughs> one for a minute because I know I, I, know there's an answer. Have to make it. Well, I,
0: I want to play uh, another section of audio. Uh, this is from the uh, the Disneyland television show uh, announcement, which I thought was pretty awesome.
2: From one of the world's most gifted motion picture creators comes Disneyland, whose wondrous portals open to Adventureland, Tomorrowland, Frontierland, and Fantasyland. Fantasyland, where even elephants can fly and little boys understand the simple language of the
0: animals they love Tomorrowland, taking you on miraculous trips to outer space anyway you get the idea for that too uh <clears throat> I, I i don't know i i this it's all kind of blows me away it's you know talking about a window to the past um you know, so when you when you clean these these audio clips up, and I don't want to get too technical because I, I don't know how how many people are are like into you know audio. I, I know our very own push eject. Uh, our mm-hmm. friend is is in the the studio, and he's a big audio guy. Uh, so you know, in, in generality, how do you what do you do? How do you do that?
4: Well, I use a few um, desktop programs um, that are pretty basic. But I just recently acquired one that's a little more professional grade. Mm. Um, And I use three different programs. One I use for my main cutting and pasting of audio together, overlapping audio, like sound effects over music, Mm -hmm. dialogue over sound effects, et cetera, et cetera. Um, then I use another program to do some special effects that the main one I use doesn't quite handle very well. And then I use a third program to do all the cleaning, to get rid of the background hiss, Okay. to get, to get rid of skipping. If it's an old record album, it's very effective at getting rid of, you know, the crackling and the skipping without leaving any, um, trace of, you know, sometimes the cheaper programs use, a uh, very basic software that leaves kind of a metallic sound when it removes hmm. background okay. noise and hiss. But this new program that I've been using for about six, six to eight months now, um, does a really amazing job at taking out what you don't want, but leaving in what you do want. Yes. So I'm able to, even if i find recordings that are not that great in sound quality if i if i can find a way i can usually clean them up enough i'm very particular about what i post on my site i won't mm-hmm. just post anything it has to be um it doesn't it can't have any background hiss it can't have any skipping or popping or yeah um so it's before the reason I'm very slow to add anything is because I go through every single thing um and I listen for any any distortions any clicking um for example, those old television shows have a lot of editing glitches because hmm. they had back then they had you know they used a scissor to cut and and slice mm-hmm. magnetic mm-hmm. tape yeah. together. So sometimes when you're transitioning from one scene to another, you hear you hear a a pop or a click. Mm -hmm. So I go in and I get rid of all those. I mean, it's different when you're watching the film because you're not paying as much attention to the audio. But when you're only listening to the audio, every little click, every little distortion stands out. Yeah. I can imagine. So I go through and I clean everything up. Wow. I spend hours and hours and hours on some of the more older recordings um making them as perfect as I can. Wow. Um sometimes I have you know my source material is really bad and I do the best I can. So I mean some of the audio is not as good as the rest but everything yeah. is much better than what I originally <laughs> started with um and so um especially with this new software I have mm-hmm. um and it was it was quite expensive <laughs> <laughs> Well it's it... like a professional grade thing oh, so Oh man
1: it sounds yeah. like it. It sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds like it's yeah. worth it
0: for sure. Uh, here's another one that I wanted to play. It's uh, You call it a Disneyland progress report. And uh, this is just your um, your description here. You say, uh, a few months after the premiere of the Disneyland show, Walt gave audiences his first update on the construction progress of the soon-to-be Disneyland park. On-site footage was shown in fast motion through the use of time-lapse photography. Walt showed his sense of humor describing everything in modern slang to the beat of a jazzy tune. And uh, I thought it was hilarious. Now, because your host,
2: Oops, Walt Disney. On our first television program, we showed you a blueprint for a dream.
0: And the dream. Blueprint is for, anyway, you don't really think of the Uncle Walt as like, Anaheim, you know, talking California. 60s jazz, you know, yeah. bebop keep you slang. But as our speak dream child. became a reality. <laughs> 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 Let me fast forward bebop this a little bit.
2: With everybody getting into the act. There it is. Check this frantic
0: bulldozer. <laughs> So, remember, it's all like time lapse, right? Well, so, I guess
2: you'd call it a super duper scooper. Nervous, nervous. Another scent, gent, strictly on the beat.
0: Yeah. Daddy O. <laughs> <Here's laughs> like, a
2: cool right. tool a ferris wheel for worms. There's 25 miles of ditches to dig, and par for the course is a mile a minute.
0: Anyway, it sounds clean, right? Yeah. You know, you'd think for, for, the, for as sure. old as it is, man, uh, yeah. you know, pre, pre-park pre opening, uh, I would expect it to be fuzzy and scratchy and all yeah. kinds of messed oh, up, yeah. but it sounds great. It's very yeah, clear
1: cool. that a lot of effort has been put into making this yeah. sound
4: really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've I been working on that TV. There's actually the TV um, section used to be one chapter. And I had so much, I had to split it up into two chapters. Wow. So now I have it where the first page is um, all the stuff that Walt Disney was alive and hosted. And the second page is everything after Walt that was on TV. Okay. Um, So the first page covers, you know, the beginnings of Disneyland up to the mid-60s. And the second page goes from 1967 up to... I kind of cut it off around 1995 because um, they really don't produce as much for TV like they used to. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, TV specials and things like they did back then. Do
0: you think they should still? I mean, I, I kind of miss that as a as a kid.
4: Yeah, I wish they would, you know, maybe once a year. I mean, like, this upcoming 60th uh, mm-hmm. anniversary have one of those old-time specials where they have all the guest stars mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in Disneyland. Um, I hope they don't... If they do just something like that, I hope they don't do it like they did the Christmas special last December. Mm. <laughs> I was just... I couldn't... <laughs> well, that was not my favorite. Of <laughs> what Walt didn't you Disney's. like about it? Um, my favorite sarcastically saying my favorite part was when they went into all the football um touchdowns and you know they had that football guy on there and he Mm -hmm. was talking about you know his prospects for the you know the upcoming football season right for they went on for that for about five minutes and they talked about that longer than they did the um then they showed any of the actual parade. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys saw that, but no, was... I missed it. Oh, you didn't miss much.
0: <laughs> well, now I want to go back and find it. Now I want oh, to. Oh, you, back have, and find you it.
4: have to see it because it's a train wreck. <laughs> you have to watch it. Sounds um, good. The one, you know, they have the Christmas parade every year, but mm-hmm. it's just a big commercial. I think the ones they had back then, I mean, they were still promoting the park and trying to get people excited to go there. But it was more about – it wasn't about, you know, this is our latest film and go see it and this is our latest product and this is this. It was more about just good entertainment and fun, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, it seems like, uh, you know, back then they worked it in a little bit uh, less, you know, heavy-handed. In your face, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, that's that's too bad.
4: Yeah, well (laughs) – I was hopeful because the year before, the Christmas special was really well done, so I thought Disney was getting back to its roots. When mm-hmm. Neil Patrick Harris hosted it two years ago, mm-hmm. he did a terrific job. He's great. Yeah, he is. Um, He's but then they kind of took three steps backwards this past year <laughs> with the special. So, I mean, there was nothing on there I'd want to add to my site, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> and you're picky, so yeah, that means well. a lot. Um, so, what else I like about your site, Chris, is that, you, you know, I, I think I was saying to the to the people here, I don't know if it was before or after we went live, but uh, there's, uh, there's some stuff on here for rides that no longer exist, and one of them is uh, from Tomorrowland, The Observatron.
1: Observatron?
0: Yeah, so it's that little, like, um, kinetic movement thing uh, on the People Mover platform. Oh, yes.
4: Oh. Yeah.
0: Anyway, just stuff I've never heard and we'll never hear again unless we come here. I
4: don't know (laughs) if they still do it now, but they, when every, like, half hour or maybe every 15 minutes... It would start to spin around um, and, like, do all sorts of crazy things, and the, the arms would move up and down, and, they'd, and you'd hear music going with it. They definitely but don't do it anymore. They, yeah, no. I think they stopped doing it because people weren't really paying much attention to it, and <laughs> it was kind of pointless. Yeah, maybe yeah. they
0: still
3: do it, and we just
4: don't realize
0: it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, here's something that we've all seen, and I want to see if Terrence can guess this, because Terrence is... is is a is a pretty good disney historian so terrence go well, ahead we won't call ourselves that where have you where have you heard this music before terrence? it's captain eo you <laughs> yes! wow
1: wow you good job it.
0: captain eo pre-show yes, high five that one you, right thank there thank you good I remember Whoa. that
3: nice. that's when you're uh, told to put your glasses on
1: Nice wow. job. Yes. One sexy beast right there. Woo! <laughs> I'm
2: super
0: impressed, I got to say. One for one. Those are good odds. <laughs> nice yeah. job. That's good, man. <laughs> Very good odds. Man, <laughs> oh. yeah, and you got like background music from even from Mickey Star Trader, like which is that shop after you get off of yeah. Star Tours. Like just background music. I mean, this is what it is. Yeah, that's it. How cool is that, right? Oh, man. I just I don't know I love this stuff I get to see know all fun all about I do. That
4: music. I do. The same person who composed that music is the same person who composed the Main Street Electrical Parade music.
1: oh that's my favorite.
4: Yeah. Wow. If you listen to it, you'll notice a similarity. Yeah, in the, I know. Yeah,
1: synth-
4: yeah, yeah, you can kind of uh, hear it. Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: That's awesome. Taryn, look away because you're going to see this okay. next. Uh, I want to see if you can figure out if anybody can really figure this out. Where is this from? Okay. <laughs> First person to buzz in wins. Okay. Anybody?
4: Oh. Oh. I don't get your guess. No. <laughs> and- Buzzing. Oh.
3: Go ahead. Sleeping Beauty's Castle?
0: Close.
1: I was going to say, like, Fantasyland, but over near...
0: This is a dead giveaway. Oh, okay. oh, Snow uh, no, 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 well. no,
1: it's the wishing well. No, you. Yeah. I would. You already guessed. It. Who said you we get one the, guess? I did.
3: You did well, after you, the you fact. You better say it
1: earlier.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Snow White's wishing well.
0: Yeah. That's not that, fair. That's correct. That's not fair. But, but as soon as she come in, she came in and started singing. Everyone, even no, even pushing th- Bev, like, oh, it's the
4: things. Even angry nope. Becca knew. Even angry <laughs> Becca knew. <laughs> Whatever. That was, that was actually recorded. In the 60s, and the original voice of Snow White, um, Adriana Casalata or Casaletti or something like that, Mm -hmm. she came back and recorded her voice again for that. Oh, wow. So when you're there, you're hearing the original singer, the original voice of Snow White doing the Wishing Well.
0: That's cool. Wow. All right, here we go. We got another one. Close your eyes. All right. Close your eyes, everybody. Here we go.
1: Not cheating. Matterhorn.
0: Carousel. Angry Rebecca, that's it. King Arthur Carousel.
4: Wow.
0: It's the original Fantasyland band organ. What's that about? What's the difference in there, Chris? Well,
4: it wasn't until uh, the 80s that they added the more familiar band organ music uh, that uh, has the Disney songs in it, you know, Mm -hmm. that you probably would recognize the moment you heard it. The original... um, carousel just played regular um carousel music that wasn't specifically Disney um it wasn't until they um it, in the 70s they played Disney music but in the 50s and 60s they just played you know roll out the barrel you know just all just <laughs> those classics old right songs yeah they okay. didn't really play Disney songs until the <laughs> 70s and then in the 80s they added a new band organ which is actually located behind Dumbo Mm, Yeah, the same band organ plays for Dumbo that plays for the carousel and then just a couple years ago they replaced that with another new um, recorded um, soundtrack the band organ actually doesn't play anymore Uh, it's a recording it's not live anymore boo
0: (laughs) we have a,
1: a question from our chat room okay um, uh, Greg is wondering how much stuff is still played on tapes in the park or has stuff converted mostly to digital? Do you, do you I th- know?
4: I think that it's an ongoing, this is just my guess. I can't say for sure, mm-hmm. but I think that a lot of the older things like a good example would probably be Snow White's wishing well. Um, it might still be on uh, magnetic tape. Um, but I think, as the tape starts to wear out, and little by little, they probably convert things it 's not like all at once they 're converting things to digital, but as needed as as you know whatever system they 're currently using like yeah. gives out its last leg mm-hmm. they 'll probably convert that system to digital hmm. so there 's probably little places here and there that are still using magnetic reel-to-reel tapes um uh, something like Snow White's Wishing Well I mean I could be wrong about that but that's the kind of thing that might still because it's kind of a little out of the way thing that's not really connected to anything else Mm -hmm. and there's lots of those little things throughout Disneyland that have their own specific piece of music like the windows above main street mm-hmm. yeah. those might still use reel to reels oh the little skits. Their own specific things yeah yeah okay um, yeah. so i mean after that the machine that's being used for that gives out they might replace it um, and i think that eventually they'll they'll and they may have already gotten rid of all the reel to reel tapes but i don't think it's something that they just all of a sudden got rid of them all on one day, <laughs> I think it's just kind of an evolving thing. Sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's something else. Speaking of things that we'll never get to hear again, this is the uh, the Swiss Chalet terminal uh, on the Skyway, the Fantasyland Skyway.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. And keep your
2: hands and arms inside the Skyway cabin.
0: You'll never. I mean, because you, it never doesn't that. exist, you know. Yeah. Uh, That's
4: a, the same music. That you that music though because it plays
0: the same music as the Matterhorn. Oh, it's the same Matterhorn music. Got it.
4: Yeah, but you won't hear that announcement anymore. No, no. (laughs) Uh, And that's by the way, that's Jack (laughs) Wagner. You probably recognize his voice. Um, He used to be known as the voice of Disneyland. Wow. And he he did pretty much every pa announcement in the park from about 1969 up until 1993 when he passed away um and in addition to being in charge of the um the the um announcements he also did the railroad calls on the disneyland railroad you can still hear his voice doing that today um, and he was in charge of all the background music throughout Disneyland and Walt Disney World. He chose all the music that played, oh, wow. um, you know, like in Adventureland and in Frontierland. That was his job to select the music and put together the mixes for all that. Wow. And some of his mixes are still playing in the parks to this day. Nice. That's cool.
2: That's awesome. Yeah.
4: Chris, th- wow, this is uh, this is
0: rad, man. I I, I appreciate you you putting this stuff together and so you have a lot of cool other stuff on your on your your site that we won't get into really right now because it's it's all, it's a lot but uh the disneyland story i, I highly recommend people go to dot check out the disneyland story it's something chris wrote about essentially the history of of disneyland and how everything kind of came together and it's it's in my opinion it's really well done man i think he did a great job thanks uh he also has a wish list um, which is just funny because he's like, so here's everything that I have, and then here's everything that I want. So <laughs> nice. just check it all That's out. That's amazing. Hey, so,
1: how else are you going to get it, right? Unless so you ask for it.
0: If you're a Disney audiophile, uh, you know, and maybe you have some of this stuff. Who knows? Um, you know, check it out. Look through his list and, and, and see if you got it. Uh, he also has a Disneyland Records section, um, which is just you know all, all stuff from the old Disneyland Records. There was. The one vinyl. Where, yeah, vinyl, yeah, where one, vinyl you know, recordings. it like takes you through a
4: trip to Disneyland and it, I don't know, all kinds of fun stuff that... I want that. You just don't have <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all, the Disneyland tour is all divided into 24 chapters. And um, each land has a chapter. Some lands are divided into more than one chapter. And then there's the, the TV stuff. And then I have the Disneyland record section. And then I have... The holiday time and Disneyland after dark, and um, the Disneyland hotel, which I'm actually working on right now, and yeah, so it's a lot to. It, if you want to check it out, make sure you have a couple days free. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely,
0: and uh, yeah. more importantly, you can donate to Chris on the site too. It's yeah. non for profit. He he makes that very clear. Um, but like this podcast, it takes a lot, man. You know, and and especially a lot of uh, imagine server space and mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. So if if you know, check it out. And and Chris, I'm I don't donate to anything. I don't do anything like that, um, mainly because I'm stuck in my hole all the time. But I'm gonna donate to this because I think it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I think really it's think amazing. It's
4: great. Oh well, thank you. I yeah. appreciate the help.
0: You're very welcome. And before before we let you go. Um, we have a, a list of seven real quick questions. They're kind of like one or two word answer questions, if you can, uh, that we like to ask uh, people that we uh, that we interview on the show. They're Disneyland questions, and I think they're kind of fun. Um, okay.
4: What's your favorite Disney attraction? Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be controversial <laughs> and say and say it's a small world. Oh, that's OK. Nice. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. What's
0: your least favorite Disney attraction?
4: Hmm. Um, Inventions. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm like yes. All right. <laughs> I don't um, think you're alone. Pie eyed Mickey or
0: round eyed Mickey?
4: Oh, goodness. I love them both. <laughs> sure.
0: You have to choose well, one.
4: Since I'm staring at my Mickey Mouse phone right now with pie eyes, I'm going to have to say pie eyes.
0: Perfect. Uh, what <laughs> old ride should they bring back to Disneyland? America Sings. Yeah. Ah. Absolutely. What, what current ride should they remove?
4: Um, can I give my same answer again? Sure. Interventions. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your favorite Disney character? Mickey Mouse.
1: Aww.
0: And if you could travel That's back good. in time and meet Walt Disney, what would you say to him?
4: Stop smoking.
1: Oh, that is a good, good one. Good answer.
4: Uh, Disney Chris, everybody.
1: Thank yeah, you. That was awesome. Thank you so much.
4: Thank
0: you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Chris, that was rad, man. I really appreciate you taking the time. Sure. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Pretty cool. It's fun, right? Yeah, very. <sighs> he has so much stuff on his site, and I i just I, I kind of felt bad because... Um, the the pot that plays the music on here is also the pot that that has Skype. Right. So it was hard to kind of go back and forth. So I, I couldn't play everything I wanted to play, but just all this kind of stuff, man. Um, apparently, this used to play um, on the Matterhorn. It was a Matterhorn mountain climber announcement. Mm-hmm. Do they still do this? I don't even know. I don't.
1: I, I don't know. It, I, it I sounds really familiar.
4: It. We direct your attention no, to high on the icy slopes of the Matterhorn. Our two young mountain climbing experts, Hans and Otto, <laughs> make ready <laughs> to ascend the treacherous slopes of the towering peak.
0: Oh, I mean, stuff that you don't hear, man. And and uh, Disney Chris, he has them all, man. This, this was an interesting one. I, I wish I had more time with him because I wanted to talk about um, – And this might get boring, but I don't care. I think it's hilarious. Uh, Apparently, the uh, something called the monorail bar. Um, So yeah, so he mentioned that he's working on a whole section of Disneyland hotels, and so you know, back in the day, it was Disneyland, a parking lot, and the hotel, right? And you you know, the hotel was part of the part of the show, right? So. Disneyland is above all for a place for families. Uh, this is Chris writing, and a strict no-alcohol policy has always been enforced in the park grounds. For many years, the closest spot to grab a cocktail was a small lounge conveniently located directly across from the monorail loading platform at the hotel. And this is the oh, nice. this is fifteen, oh, I like it. almost sixteen full minutes of this.
1: I suddenly feel like having That's a crazy. drink.
0: Yeah, weird, right? <laughs> yeah. I <laughs>
1: need several. <laughs>
0: Do, 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 oh,
1: do, do.
0: that's nice. It kind of is nice. Ah. On the main stage, soon we'll have Jack and his Beanstalks <laughs> playing live for you. <laughs> oh, man. tickle the ivories there, pal. Uh, and then it's all sorts of, all sorts of stuff, awesome. man. That's awesome. I uh, love um, it. And then there's some new stuff. So the Trader Sam's uh, Atmosphere Music, current Trader Sam's Tiki Bar. Yeah.
1: But nobody ever hears that because... <laughs> it's always
0: deafeningly loud. In
1: uh-huh. Room. It's like Duh, Frat Duh, City in there. But it is nice. It's very Mad men Yeah.
0: Anyway, there you go. I like it. That was the Disney. Curse. I think we
1: should make this just play throughout our house all the time.
0: I would. I would be fine. I think we would get uh, it from
1: room to room. A little bored yeah. with it, though. Bathroom. No, because it seems like there's so many different options. Like sometimes we could be like.
0: But I think they're all at the, the tiki, same.
1: The tiki rooms. Oh, you mean
0: from his site?
1: Yeah. Just. Everything. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All the time. Just Great. all the things. All the time.
0: Yeah, I'd love to do that. That'd be amazing. Um, we are so he has like losers. a he has like a <laughs> song of the week archive or song of the day and a song of the year. So you can follow him on Twitter. I think he's DisneyChris73. Seventy three. Um and he posts a lot of cool stuff, man, and you know, a little bit kind of behind the scenes stuff. But uh he is anyway, check it out. Song of the day if you want a, a new Disneyland tune every day.
1: I think that's my new plan.
0: I think it I think it's a good plan, yeah, too. Yeah, I agree. Uh let me get to here because we have everybody's favorite new segment. I said everybody's favorite <laughs> new segment. Wait for it.
2: March in the oh, past. Oh yeah, I forgot what it was. Future Sorry. With all the news that's fit to cover. It's the ears up Disney
0: news. God, that guy's saying those words. It sounds really handsome.
1: He is really handsome. He's, He's handsome. in the studio today, hi
0: High push. Lovingly. Hi. He's waving. Our good friend Charlie Essers is here, everybody.
1: He's, he's a little shy to be on on the mic, I think. He's all right.
0: That's surprising. So here we go. Disney News. Uh, they are releasing more comics. Uh, Disney is kind of going back to, to you know releasing a bunch of comics and stuff. And um, Mickey and Donald comic books are going to be available soon, once again. Nice. Timeless Disney icons, uh, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, are going to be reappearing in comic stores around the U.S. starting this April. IDW Publishing, one of the largest publishers of comics in the U.S., will use its license to the perennial Disney favorites to reprint translated versions of classic Disney comics that were originally published in foreign languages overseas. First will be Uncle Scrooge number 1, followed by reprints of erstwhile titles Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and Walt Disney Comics and Stories before July. All the comics will be adorned with new covers themed after Walt Disney resorts like Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, and Adventureland. Nice. Pretty cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good idea. Thought it was neat. Yeah, yeah. why not, man? Mm-hmm. Um This is one that's near and dear to all hearts because Taryn and I really, uh, you know, uh, we <coughs> just came back from Disneyland. Uh, measles outbreak <laughs> at Disneyland.
1: <laughs> da, da, da. <coughs> this is huge. We talked yeah. about this on the last show, but like yeah. it's grown like insane it amount.
0: Hu- yeah, it really is. I, I think at last count, there's 70 people that have been but, infected by So this. here's the
1: thing. So I talked to my mom, and she's like, don't worry, you're vaccinated. And I was like, well, great,
0: <laughs> but vaccines only last twelve years.
1: No, don't they? I,
2: I'm looking no, at
0: you, Angry <laughs> Rebecca.
1: I think the measles one lasts your whole life. I think even if you are vaccinated,
2: you're still at risk to infect yes. the disease. That it's can't be true. No, effective. no, it's not true. Sorry, honey, that's truth. There were yeah, there there,
0: so there were five Disneyland oh. cast members who were who got contaminated. And two of them have been vaccinated before. So it's not like a surefire thing.
1: Oh, there were so many coughing children and people.
4: Oh,
0: yeah, I know. But uh, anyway, um, the the company first heard uh, heard of the outbreak January 7th. And I guess they tracked it back to a couple people coming in uh, early in December. Uh, Orange County has confirmed 18 cases in the past month. Uh, those six were not connected to the theme park. So, I mean, California does kind of have a history. They get about 60 cases a year or so. Uh, but basically they're saying students without a measles vaccination were told to stay home until January 29th to avoid a spread of the disease uh, that has symptoms including a fe- uh, fever and a block- blotchy body rash. I'm Ooh, really itchy I think right I, now. I, I'm
1: starting to itch. I don't think uh, I can go to work until February 29th.
0: No. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Anyway, so get your immunization shots, people. And let's prevent this. Also, when you're at the park, uh, so we were in line. This is where I think it happened. This is, this is I think, where Ground Zero was. Um, the cue <laughs> was for down. Roger Rabbit's tune, tar, tar, cartoon, Tartoon Spin. Tartoon? I think it's pronounced Tartoon. <laughs> no, that's, that's, yeah, that's right. Because it's, it's this windy labyrinth of things that children love to touch and beat on the drums and stand on the things and touch the things and then cough while they're holding their mom's hand while they're touching something else. And it's just this is what it is. it's this big tent of cough, yeah, cough tent city
1: it could be it could be. I would almost um argue that it was more space mountain where you're you're going down, so you get to the part where uh fast passes are are allowed, and then you're just walking, so you're walking like you know a couple blocks walking down down give to you the thing, no, I know, but as you're walking everybody's just touching all the side rails. I touched the whole thing and I was like, this is so gross. And I kept doing it. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't go straight to the bathroom and wash my hands. I didn't have sanitizer with me. I wish that I had, but (laughs) I didn't. And then I forgot about it. And then I went on another ride and did the same thing. I think it's that, I think it's Hmm. touching all the rails and everybody's touching all the rails. Like, do you know how many people's hands I probably had on me at that time?
0: I don't know. Anybody want a hug? No, No. not a warm (laughs) hug. Um, anyway, go check that out, everybody. Get 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 your immunizations, please. Uh, and if you're unimmunized, immunized, yes. uh, don't go to the parks. Uh, this this article, I don't know how I feel about it, so I'm just going to read it. Uh, read some of it. Uh, it's about uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger and his uh, giant compensation award for 2014. Uh, <laughs> he got paid 46.6 million dollars. What? Um, for a compensation package. Now that pales in comparison to some of Michael Eisner's massive compensation packages back in '97. Eisner received over five hundred and seventy-five million dollars when you include stock options he exercised. Another year was over two hundred million. And so mm-hmm. then this uh, <coughs> this blog is now comparing it to um, what the average frontline cast member makes. It's like one of those you know redistribute the wealth right. whatever nonsense thing. Um, apparently the average hourly wage of a cast member is $9 and 32 cents, um, with working, uh, not quite full time, 40 hours a week. So, um, if you worked 40 hours a week, it'd be 2,080 hours or $19,385 for like, you know, the button pusher on Indiana Jones. Right. Right. Um, which is still under the poverty line. And so in comparison, uh, bah, uh, uh, my uh bob eiger earned twenty three thousand three hundred and thirty five dollars an hour
3: that's about right
0: yeah it's it's fine i don't know i so i don't know how i feel about this i because then this guy's like taking these people to tasks are like this is inappropriate the you know e- even if you raise the the minimum wage to ten dollars an hour people are still earning below the poverty line and I, yeah you know should they i don't know should I, they pay their people more what do you
1: think? I do think that they should. Mm-hmm. I think that they have the money to do that. I'm yeah. actually surprised that they don't. Um however, they do say rich people stay I mean if we were talking about a person instead of a company, rich people stay rich because they're frugal. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, a rich company stays rich because they're frugal. That said, I also feel like that article um unless I heard you wrong, they 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 broke it down so so we know how much he makes per hour. Mm-hmm. He's not working an eight hour day. No, I can guarantee no. that right. he's working a seventeen hour day probably. Sure, yeah. he's got his phone blasting all the time with emails. He's never. He's probably not ever not working. Right. So that's the difference too. Like if you want to work at an executive level, that's what you're getting paid to do. You're getting paid to work constantly. Exactly. Right. So and, and that doesn't make it good or bad, but I think that when articles do that. He's not making yeah. that per hour because no. that's not his hours. They're averaging, that he's working. It, yeah, they're that's averaging over
3: a forty-hour work
0: week,
1: yeah. right? And I, that's I, definitely I, not what he's working. Sure, on. I
0: guarantee you the 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 person in charge of helping you off the boat from the storybook canals isn't available twenty four hours a day, yeah. right? <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. that kid's going to school. Yeah, sure,
1: yeah, exactly. It, so I just don't like when articles do that, and it makes me go, I don't agree. Then I don't believe anything that you're kind of saying.
0: Yeah, it, I, I I agree. I think it's complete nonsense. Although I will say there are companies who have shown that the model of taking care of your employees works really well. It does. Like um, In and Out. Yeah. Minimum wage there is like eleven or twelve bucks. You get profit sharing right away. Yeah. Um, People treat you. You get paid pretty well. And and I would argue that cast members at Disneyland, they're I mean they're the front line for the entire thing. So they're the one creating the magic for everybody. They're the one. Uh, making sure that you and your, you know, little brats have a good time. Yeah. Not at making nine bucks an hour or whatever it is.
3: Right. And they're the ones making sure that you have a good time at nine bucks an hour. And the guy making thousands of dollars an hour is the guy making sure that every single theme park around the entire world and every movie that comes out and every single person (laughs) who works for Disney still has a job because he's the one that has to make the final decision. Right. So if you like your job, just... He, he handles thankful, them. Be thankful he's doing that. I yeah. can't even yeah. imagine the stress on that guy. I have oh, to man.
2: disagree. You guys are crazy. I really? highly doubt that this guy works his seventeen hours and doesn't have time with his. No, not that he doesn't have. Not that he doesn't have time is, with his. No, family. he doesn't have time. But this guy is paid for his ideas, his brain, his talent. Somehow, is useful for Disneyland. I don't think that this guy is. He's the president of. Tears. He's, the, he's president the president of Disney. Okay, so the president the, of Disney. the company.
1: I don't so he, think he's working seven. I don't think he's sitting at his computer for seventeen hours. But I think he's playing with blocks with his kids, with his computer or, or with his phone in his pocket, that buzzing. Is that and really he, worth
2: twenty three thousand dollars an hour? No, but I do well, feel like maybe his ideas, his leadership skills. Those, those. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's like it's, when
2: you pay a lifeguard. Right. You're not paying for them. You're not paying for them to stand there. You're paying for them for what they know.
0: Sure. So in the in but you're an also,
2: emergency, that person will save your life.
0: But you're also paying them to stand there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, to stand to there. To be but, there,
0: right, honestly, when, when a crisis happens. the
2: lifeguard gets paid way more than $9 an hour, too. Of course,
0: but not so, that much more. A lot more. Not that much.
2: Even 15, 20 years ago when I was a lifeguard, I was getting paid at least 15 an hour. That right. That was a long time ago for a 15-year-old. Yeah. Now so it's you like twenty five, you know, right? Not necessarily for the amount of work you put in.
0: Sure, and and yeah, well, well, yes. If, if you have been in the corporate world, I imagine. I don't know. Uh, I don't have a job, really. <laughs> you're such a liar. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but if you've been in the corporate world that long, too, you're the head of Disney. You're working hard, and you yeah. worked, hard, yes, to worked there, hard to get there. You and, and, and you're rewarded by having a job that pays you a lot of money with a lot of cool perks. I imagine. Because you're handling a company that makes seventy billion a year, or million, whatever it is, yeah. right? We, we report it. it was like some Seven, insane years. amount of money. Yeah. And you have to. So uh, you're greenlighting these projects. You're hiring mm-hmm. people yes. to do this stuff. You're having board meetings all the judgment. time. If there's anything right. happening, you're you're there in the middle of it. And so yeah, and look at like look is it as, worth it? I don't know. My stock keeps going up. And see, that's I'm all thing,
3: right. Lo- you have to look at the fact that he has different stock options that leads to him making as much as he makes. Yeah. But also look at. The, literally, look at the stress on his shoulders because you have people. Think about the um, the magic wristbands the, mm-hmm. at, at, the at my
0: magic. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, um, yeah, the guy that headed that up no longer works for Disney. Right. Because one was bad l- idea. And that's it. You're well,
0: out. Well, no member. He decided to move on and right. do something else. It, it was, it was Totally choice. unrelated <laughs> to was it, this. was it completely amicable because I doubt it.
3: When well, he walked and, up to the office and yeah. his stuff was outside, it's yeah. not amicable. Oh, man. My people don't, get me,
4: don't
1: get me wrong either. I do think that, that the Disney – the people that work at Disney need to get paid a little bit more. I think – I do. I agree. I, I did notice – I had a little bit of a poor experience purchasing a, a Mickey Mouse ear hat this time mm-hmm. where, like, I was – there was nobody in the store. I was at the counter. The guy was outside of the counter and like it took him like thirty seconds to go around just just around the corner to, right. to to cashier me. And like he didn't say hi to me before he turned to his coworker and started talking about how he wasn't supposed supposed to be scheduled today or something. And I was like, you know, I don't know. Part of me thinks if you were making 12 or $15 an hour, maybe he would take his job a little bit more seriously. I disagree. And yeah? this is why I say it. Okay. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> he was waiting for that. He was like, I know this is going to pop out of your mouth. And I <laughs> have your no, I, and
3: I disagree. Because if you look at how, <laughs> how difficult it is to actually get hired on by Disney, people are not just falling into this job. This is That's not true. a... That's That's a good point. This, okay. is, this is not a, I work at McDonald's because my buddy is a shift manager there and he got me a job. There's a grueling... Um, interview process to get hired at Disney and people know what they're getting into when they get hired by the company and more than that people know why they're working there they're not working there so that they're going to be a jungle cruise operator or they're going to you know empty trash they're looking for something else there's a lot of people who go there who start off like look at all the celebrities who who work there they had a final goal in mind this is not just a job they're looking at it as a stepping stone to something bigger so two things either one you're really going to come out better in the end if this takes you where you want to in the long run. You might be making 9 bucks an hour right now. Yeah, I understand that sucks, but you might be able to be uh, in a better place later on or to pay them more but just don't raise ticket prices. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. There's no reason. There's no cuz yeah. the way I look at it is if you if you gave them all an incremental uh raise, there really is no reason to raise the ticket prices because you're already making money hand over fist. Sure. So you don't need to bring in more revenue in order to pay your people. Everyone you needs to bring
0: enough. in more revenue.
3: Not to, not to pay the people. Goal. I know it's their goal, but I'm just saying that it's not –
2: That's their goal, but it's not necessary?
3: It's not necessary to solve that problem <laughs> is what I'm saying. Well, oh, I it, see.
2: only in our eyes. <laughs> um, of, of course, course in my eyes. That. Same. One of my I'm former not. co-workers' daughters uh, worked at Disneyland um, – as an intern, yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it was like for college credits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she was paid or not, but she applied for it. She was selected for it. They sent her. They ended up sending her to Disney World, but yeah, we, I don't know how much she was getting paid for that. But
1: internships usually legally cannot get do paid. Not pay, if, right? if, so I think if, it was especially either,
4: if it's I
0: think it was
2: credit. just her you either board get, was covered. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you either so get money perhaps or college. credits. That was a situation you were presented with.
1: Oh, that's possible. Yeah.
3: Was, maybe. We have oh yeah, yeah I have I know true. a girl who's leaving for Disney World in a couple weeks and she's she's not getting paid. It's an all internship, but she's looking at it as a stepping stone to something bigger. That for looks sure. great. For if you if you get hired on at Disneyland, it looks great. If you're an intern with Disney, it looks fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean I I get it, yeah, they should get paid more money, but it really can help them out I, more I don't, in the long run.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean I really don't see the issue with um... Do we have a call, Bev? Um, oh, we have a call. That's Ooh, cool. Weird. No one, I didn't give out that's the exciting. phone number yet. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of other controversy, uh, this article I was going to, uh, uh, I, I thought was pretty interesting. I'm not going to read all of it because, I, honestly, I don't really understand it. It's not written very well. Uh, my apologies to Allison Hadley from the universe.byu.edu. You did not have a call. Okay, good. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, BYU professor of family life. Which is apparently something. You can be a professor of family life. Uh, Sarah Coyne recently completed research on young girls and the movies they watch, specifically princess movies. This is a whole article about feminism. Uh, what are the effects of exposure to Disney princess related media on gender stereotyping, body image, pro social behavior, and aggression in early childhood? That's what we wanted to find out, Cohen said in a lecture last year. And we've talked about this a little bit about how I really don't believe that. Watching uh, Cinderella as a three-year-old is going to make you be uh, anorexic or bulimic or whatever the skinny whatever the eating disorder is. Sure it just... didn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just I don't I don't know I just I don't I don't buy into it. I I, I really truly feel that parenting has more to do with how your child looks at itself than the movie that they watch. But, you know, maybe I live in a dream world. Uh, Coins research tested 307 preschoolers to see how much they identified with a Disney character and how much they watched the movies or played with the character's toys. Researchers also interviewed the girl's parents to gauge the children's tendencies and behavior. And that's the other thing. I, you know, I, I think... Uh, uh, I don't think children identify with Ariel, let's say, because she's skinny and pretty. I feel like they identify with her... Because she sings and she looks like she has fun. Right. And, you know, we're, I think we have a tendency in this, you know, world now to put a lot of adult problems on our kids and they don't. Anyway. Um, Coin was expecting the girls immersed in the Disney princess culture to have a lower level of self esteem than normal, even though all the Disney princess movies except Aladdin passed the Bechdel Bechdel test, which is. uh, uh Used as an indicator of gender bias in forms and in, in, in uh, films and other media. Um, so, for example, uh, the film must have at least two women who have names. The two women must talk to each other about something besides a man. This is a weird test. Anyway, six out of the ten top box office releases in the U.S. passed passed this weird test. Uh, Disney princesses are often uh, centered around a female heroine, so the majority of Disney films easily reach these standards. Cohen was surprised to find that the girls immersed in the princess's culture actually had a better body image and were more confident in their, you know. And she says gender stereotypes. Um, anyway, I, I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty interesting. That the uh, well, you're young getting an applause. Essentially, young girls receive a stronger sense of gender equality from Disney movies, from Disney princess movies. Huh. Most females in Disney movies are the heroines. That's what I've always yes. bloody said. I agree with Come that. on. <laughs> Watch your mouth. You. I said bloody. It's fine. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway, I thought that was really fascinating that, that finally there's actually a study that I agree with. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I th- yeah. I mean, I think it's all how you... I mean, I, I can't argue with you at all. I think it's, it's just how you raise your kid. You yeah. raise them to either feel like they have to live up to being a princess or to feel like princesses are really cool and and they're heroic and they have these other attributes besides their beauty
0: more yeah and more importantly it's this is not real right this (laughs) is real life is real this is not this is a cartoon and isn't that funny then let's move on and talk about reality for a second yeah i agree yeah i don't know anyway no you do know you're right I am well that's true. I am right.
2: Well, if you look at all the Disney princesses too, they all have some like huge um I can't even obstacle. Think of it. No, not an obstacle. They have character and they have self respect. Yeah, they do. I mean yeah. there's not one who's look at, just a pushover. <laughs>
0: yeah, look at Cinderella. I mean she was yeah. like pushed around, but then she's like, No, and my fairy godmother gave me the confidence I needed to break out of this. Right.
2: Yeah, so they... Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, to I me, seen it.
0: They've, they've already got it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's do the fact of the show real fast. This one is a about Jingles the horse. Jingles is the King Arthur Carousel's uh, official lead horse. Prior to the attraction's autom- uh, automation, ride operators used Jingles the horse to count how many times the carousel had gone Around and that's when they would presumably end the ride after a certain number. Uh, Jingles is easily identified by the rows of jingle bells draped on her torso, another row of bells wrapped around the saddle's cantle, whatever that is, and she also wears a crown of wonderfully carved flowers. On April eighth, two thousand eight, the Julie, uh, the Julie Andrews. I don't know why. That. On April eight, two thousand eight, Julie Andrews was honored for her fifty years of contributions to Disney. The lead carousel horse Jingles was repainted and dedicated to commemorate Andrews's accomplishments. She was also made a Disneyland ambassador and honorary cast member. So, uh, next time you get on the King Arthur's Carousel, try to sit on Jingles, man. That's the lead yeah. horse. Yeah. That's awesome.
2: Do you think she gets paid nine dollars an hour?
0: <laughs> Probably she gets nine
3: bucks an hour as an honorary cast member. You think she
0: gets sign-ins? <laughs> she's like come on. I, I I I have four people I need to get in. Well, sorry, Miss Andrews. You let three you know, you only have three sign-ins left. I can't uh anyway. Um, thanks for joining us, everybody, and uh, thanks again to Disney Chris. You can check him out at DisneyChris.com for a lot of really cool uh, audio archives. Uh, until next time, everyone, see you in the parks.